Bye. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Hallo en bedankt voor je komst naar Holland. Mijn naam is Seth. Wat is van jou? Hi, Jamal's back. Hi, it's Stony. Hey everyone, welcome back to Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast that there ever is. Um, we are, of course, back back again with a brand new season of RuPaul's Drag Race, and this time we've landed in Holland. Welcome. I'd say the um, Holland word for welcome, but y'all aren't dragging me like that. Not this week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to try, girl, so I don't want to be like the dumb American on the podcast. Yes, shout out to Kine. I'm so sorry. Kine is of Filipino descent, but I still know that woman, so we are not playing those games with Hollands. <laughs> yeah, I was going to try to learn how to say that whole, like, our whole welcome, uh, but I just didn't, I really didn't want to offend anybody, but we wanted to pay tribute to the country of our new season of Drag Race, so I hope that whatever I typed into Google Translate made sense. (laughs) Yes, and we all have mothers that taught us manners, so we're going to try to use those. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, it's been a few weeks since we recorded. So we, you know, I feel like we just have so much to run down before we recap the episode. Of course, you know, uh, we've been a little slack on reading reviews on the podcast. So just as a whole, we wanted to thank everyone. We got a lot of new reviews and it's just been really great. I picked one to read because we got... I I mean, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but we got quite a few reviews this year. Yes, I can't wait to share them all on the website because we have been such slackers there. So sorry if you've submitted a review. Yes. uh, So I just picked this really nice review from KT and OT. They are from the For Your Reference podcast at For Your Ref, R-E-F on Twitter. So if you want to go listen to their podcast, you like movie, TV reviews, definitely go do that. What a great show. There are faves. Hi, friends. Hello. <laughs> so their review says, I am a new RuPaul's Drag Race fan, but it didn't stop me from giggling along with this lovely podcast. So glad to have come across this and look forward to checking out more. Subscribe and listen now. So do it. KT said so. Uh, short and sweet. I love it. I love it. Thank yeah. you. Just do it, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Now they're all st- they're all hitting stop and re- or pause. No. <laughs> KT also has like this badass pup, Theo the Hound. Um, our dogs are friends on Instagram. Oh, okay. Besties are is uh Reynold in Theo's top eight? Yes, actually he is. Oh good. Good, good, good. <laughs> So moving forward, um, we, of course, uh, we just have to acknowledge the really sad news that happened just yesterday. Our United States Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. Uh, She held on for us as long as she could. And my goodness, of course, you know, what a monster and mountain of a woman, like just forging the way for so many. And this is a very hard loss, especially in 2020, right before this election. Yeah, it was it was like really devastating news. I was Jamal and I were actually sitting around the fire in our backyard yesterday evening. And then I was just like kind of scrolling through Twitter and I saw it on there and I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. And like, I just 
I don't know. She's just such a such an inspiring person because she like, you know, was in Harvard like when no other women were there and it was just like, I don't know. I watched her documentary on I think it was Hulu or something and it was just it was such a good documentary like about her life and she just has done so much for everybody. So it's just really sad. And please don't mix up the words. Like monster is a great thing. Like by monster we mean like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's done so much and I'm not going to say she's been unstoppable because she's dealt with her fair share of drama coming up in the the life that she lived and she's been able to forge way for all of us and people in our communities just like, you know, Mother Monster. Think of her as our, you know, apex Mother Monster. <laughs> yeah. Total powerhouse yes. for women's rights, civil liberties. Yes, yeah, she's going to be missed. Uh, there's also they also made a movie about her life called On the Basis of Sex. Mm-hmm. So that could be something else to check out if you're looking for media to learn more about her or just sort of celebrate her life. So you know, obviously she'll be missed, and we're real sad. And and um, yeah, keep your heads up. She would want us to fight dig in and let's do it get out there and vote register make sure people around you are ready and able to do the same totally um so speaking of um fighting i guess to transition to our next topic so i know on this show we've talked a lot about mental health and on our social media too um so i just thought it was only appropriate to share that i started taking medicine as you guys know um that i've been dealing with anxiety and it's been kind of like a struggle um so i don't know what changed but something happened that pushed me (laughs) to be like let's just you know take medicine and see if that helps out i think it's really brave and um i appreciate you sharing that with us and the listeners because it's something that we've talked about on the show you know mental health is very important to all three of us and you have to take care of yourselves there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of help you can only be so strong sometimes. So medicine is not a weakness and we're proud of you for taking care of yourself. Yeah, it's it's something that's hard to acknowledge sometimes like when you're not feeling your best or when you're having mental health issues. I go through that too sometimes where it's like I want to like try to fix it myself without having to like take medicine and things like that, but it's something to not to me it's like something you shouldn't look down upon like it's to me, that's a big thing for you to like come out and say, hey, like I have anxiety and I'm dealing with this and that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. This year sucks. Like it's one of the worst fucking years <laughs> of all time. So like, I don't know. Do what you need to do, girl. Like <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> I'm glad that you're getting the help that you need. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, it felt a little bit weird to bring up on the show, but I thought, you know, even if it just even if just by saying it, like it helps to destigmatize the fact that so many people like actually do take anti-anxiety medicine and you probably don't even know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're having issues, definitely talk to a doctor and see what's most appropriate, you know, action for you. Yes. Well said. All right. So, you know, bef- one last thing <laughs> before we get into this show, We are getting really excited because it's now fall and we are going to do our 
third annual pumpkin spice taste test. <laughs> oh, I'm already scared. I have to go into the lawless land of Meyer and see what the fuck they have to offer in this yes. category. Give me all the chemicals, pumpkin spice chemicals. <laughs> and carbs. Ah, my waistline. Can I get this pumpkin spice with extra carbs? <laughs> <laughs> How is that even possible? Like, is it a syrup or? <laughs> yeah, there's a syrup. You can get extra carbs in your food. Ooh, I can pour it onto my like pumpkin spice popcorn or something ratchet like that. Yeah, totally. Gross. <laughs> you, can. Gross. you can pour it on anything. <laughs> get ready, listeners. This is going to be a fun one. Put it, <laughs> put it in your alcohol. Uh, you can <laughs> you can shower with it. Oh, my God. Hell no, that's definitely not a conditioner, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it helps your hair get stronger um allegedly <laughs> allegedly <laughs> not not doctor proof um but yeah so so keep a lookout for that in the future all right so let's get into the show i feel like we've got all of our business taken care of and i'm ready to talk about all the beautiful queens from holland honesty <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back. We are about to get into this honest tea spill of the week. Of course, we're here to talk about the very first episode of the very first season of Holland's Drag Race. Yeah, so exciting. These queens, it's going to be a fun season. So many cool looks. The queen's major personality just oozing everywhere i'm excited for this season yes i'm so excited too like i was i mean we'll obviously get into it but i was very impressed by a lot of the looks this season i'm like i didn't know holland was like so fashionable but apparently it is so <laughs> and please forgive us we're gonna do our best not to sound like dumbass americans so um you know at tfc pod holland if we need dragging drag us where it's appropriate but yes we are so pumped about what we've seen so far yeah or if you want to provide like more background context as to why like they wore a certain thing or why they said a certain thing um that you know clearly we're not going to understand the cultural references like all the queens they mentioned um i looked up a few of them and i was just like what's happening who are these people um so definitely let us know that too as well thanks in advance yes girl all right to start the show they start by introducing who rupaul is and the history of rupaul's drag race so i thought that was pretty interesting and you know a nice little way to sort of like uh bridge the gap for maybe people that are from holland but they don't watch rupaul's drag race yes i agree completely it's also a great way to introduce just if you're a new drag race fan and you just happen to kind of stumble upon um drag race holland kind of how i stumbled upon drag race thailand it's a nice little um quick clip to get familiar with the show and kind of welcome everybody to the drag race family yes i liked having that little rue cap for us and like for the people that don't watch it was a really good idea and also then they introduced the the main host for this show in holland it's fred van leer who uh, is a drag queen and a tv personality so fun i really like this host i do too i really like this host did you guys know this person though before drag race holland because i did not no. no i like him a lot though he has a really fun like silly personality yes i had no idea who who they were and i mean i was i was immediately sucked in i just it's hard to kind of um follow like mannerisms outside of your own country sometimes but i just with all the queens and the hosts i just immediately felt like 
that big like mammy titty hug we're gonna kiki over some tea so this is the right host for the show yes and i also liked the fact that they it was like it's one host it's not like the canada's drag race where we have like three personalities trying to like figure it out i don't know i just i'm glad that it yeah. comes down to like one person's decision we love simplicity right <laughs> and and immediately too off the bat you sort of like fred just comes off very like trustworthy like like we trust him to make good decisions basically like how we would trust rupaul to make good decisions whether that'll happen um you know maybe like rupaul will get some questionable eliminations (laughs) but that's to be seen we shall see but we're we're gonna stay positive and hope for the best (laughs) definitely so then of course you know all the queens they enter the room one by one did any of the entrances really stand out to you Ooh, so Immediately, like, um, I know she came in last, actually, but Envy Peru, I just love that wig. <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah, it was giving me, like, superhero chic fierceness, like, I'm here to fuck your shit up and bite your head off after we have sex. Like, I don't know, I just love that. <laughs> well, and the fact that they saved her for last, like, everyone immediately knew who she wa- was, like, it was like this is like the the prize fighter coming into the competition last. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that was a fun look for sure. I also thought, and I don't want to like mess up her name, so I apologize, but I think it's Megan Schoenbrood. Schoenbrood. That sounds pretty close. Um, I I really liked her look. It was just like super fun. Yes. I loved her like little commentary about like getting on your knees. (laughs) Listen, I was ready to... They're cute. <laughs> and the reveal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was cute. I have to say that I, you know, I'm a big sucker because I've I followed this queen for years now, Room. And I don't know, like, you know, just the hey, did anybody order room service? <laughs> like, it's just so funny. It was so funny. And also it's kind of given you like this dominatrix kind of vibes with the uh, material of the outfit and the styling. I loved how this gorgeous queen is just towering over this little ass cart. Like, where the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. Whose room are you going to with this cart, bitch? Like, <laughs> What did they order? An appetizer? Yeah, half of an appetizer. That was so funny. But she did a series on YouTube called Ray Paul's Dark Res. And it was just like sort of like um, a parody of of the of the show you know they would do like rude caps and stuff like that but it would be like all like computer voice like what you heard at the beginning of this show yeah. it's just so funny that is funny i was excited by all the queens honestly like um Cedrigine, i love you know i love an animal print and that wig for whatever reason was just giving me life i you know i love a blonde moment and it was kind of giving me textured afro vibes um, I, almost like an Anna Wintour sort yeah, of yeah yeah very close to that but I was I was eating up that look I like to kind of peek into the beauty drama that we're gonna have with Abby oh my god and Envy Peru <laughs> yeah. yeah oh girl yeah <laughs> it's gonna be a lot I love the South America <laughs> drama um, whose highlighters better yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I also liked um, Chelsea Boy, too, because I really liked it was like this uh, dirt bike, like motor chick look, which is really cool. Almost like Monet's look from All Stars. Yeah. 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 I liked, yeah, I liked her and I like, I mean, I like a lot. I mean, I pretty much like them all. Same, (laughs) same. There's no queen that I was just like, 
eh, this is there's there's no sherry pie this season, you know. Uh, just like <laughs> fuck this bitch. <laughs> yeah, sipping tea. <laughs> so um, I I did do a little bit bit of research to find out some fun facts about the queens or some of the queens. So I just thought I'd tell you to give you some background on them. <laughs> nice. So um, this is uh, about how Abby, oh my God, got her name. Her drag name comes from Abigail Lemon Party, one of the many uh, character. It's a character from American Dad, Roger's alter ego. Like one of his alter egos is Abigail Lemon Party. <laughs> oh, wow. So Abigail Lemon Party was too long of a name. So people started calling her Abby. And then, oh my God, comes from the reaction her younger brother had when uh, he saw her in drag for the very first time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. Hopefully it was a good OMG. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I didn't find that out, but I I would hope it was a good thing. (laughs) I mean, she's gorgeous. I'd probably say the same thing if that was my sibling. It's like, holy shit. Um, Her name's not Abby, holy shit. Abby, oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) 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 oh my gosh so next fun fact is nv peru her last name peru is because she is peruvian so that's how she got her last name but she's also a part of the drag house mermaid mansion and um miss abby oh my god is actually in this house as well oh wow so they're in the same house so this explains the tension it's just like some sisterly catty shit going on oh no yeah sissy sissy, sissy. <laughs> oh my god sissy has crossed the ocean oh shit <laughs> yeah this is the sissies of holland <laughs> So then another fun fact I had um, for how Patty Pam Pam got her name. Please explain this one because what? Yeah, this is so when she did drag for the first time, a friend said that she looked like a Patty. So they took that, though she she thought it was a horrible name, but she decided to go with it. Her last name comes from her like actual like the boy name, the initials P.A.M. So that's where Pam comes from. And she didn't think that the surname Pam was any good, so she decided to double it. Patty Pam Pam. I think that's a smart marketing move because if you put a Patty Pam Pam on anything, people are going to be like, what the fuck's a Patty Pam Pam? Sounds like a Barbie doll. It does. Or, you know, a good meal somewhere, like a combo. I, I want the <laughs> I want the Patty Pam Pam. <laughs> or a cocktail. Yeah, uh, the Patty Pam Pam, peppermint. Uh, exactly. Fantasy. I don't know. <laughs> I do enjoy that name, although I would prefer like Patty Cakes instead of Patty, Patty Pam Cakes. Pam. <laughs> was it that? Um, wasn't that Monet's like assistant's name? Oh, Patty. Cakes? Patty. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't, don't remember. Know. Um. So last one, last fun fact: Patty and Miss Abby. Oh my God, have the same drag mother, whose oh. name is Lady Galore. Really? And Pam Pam isn't in the house or did for their move somewhere? Uh, I don't know because I don't think that Lady Galore is even part of the house because oh. um, it's it's uh, Miss Abby. Oh, my God. Envy Peru. And I can't remember that there's a th- third queen, but it's not Lady Galore. Gotcha. OK, well, that's cool. cool. Yeah. 
So they just sort of had the same guidance, <laughs> which you can tell because they're both really polished queens. So it explains why they why they are both there. Yes. And of course, because this is the first episode, I have to ask, who did you think was cute as a boy? I'm so glad you asked this question. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I really have a thing for like Cedrigine. I don't know what it is, but I would love to um, spend time. With Hi, Yes, that's the word. <laughs> and I thought Megan was really good, was really attractive as well. Just their personality, everything. Like, love it. Yeah, actually, I kind of felt the same. Like, I really liked Megan and Cedrigine. Am I saying that correctly? Cedrigine? Ooh, are you yeah, trying to organize right. a party for okay. us? Um, but can you say Aperol Spritz? <laughs> Aperol Spritz. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I also thought Abby, oh my God, was cute because Brazilian, duh, idiot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> cute, cute pocket gay. Definitely. I don't know. I just, for me, it was kind of hard to pick because they were all pretty cute. <laughs> they were. But it was an attractive group. Roll the die. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. Roll the die or shake the, uh, what is it? Roll the dice and eat the rice or whatever. <laughs> it's fucking Santino's bitch ass. <laughs> Shit, whatever. Maybe the magic eight ball can tell us. That yeah. one, that's who. <laughs> that's who. But if I had to pick a couple, I think my favorites would be Chelsea Boy. I thought was really cute uh janie jackay was really cute. oh yeah janie's cute and then i guess the last one i would pick would be mama queen i thought it was really cute even though his hair is wild <laughs> oh my goodness so when we saw the talking head of mama queen no no shade no shade intended don't don't shade rattle me we were getting like your typical like damn it <laughs> we were getting like your um typical like let me say american high school kind of burnout kind of look mainly just because it was like i'm gonna wear this comfy ass you know sweater i'm gonna put my hair up in this messy ass bun and i'm here for class can you get this shit over with i mean i was definitely (laughs) friends with this person in high school and college they usually like provided like certain like things like vitamins vitamins (laughs) to make things more fun um (laughs) Um, but yeah, that was the vibe I was getting from <laughs> Mama Queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also like her sass, and I think she's going to be really shady. I do, too. I'm excited to see what this queen brings, because um, it's just a mixed bag. You don't know what these personalities, but so far, all the queens are going to bring some form of fire. Totally. All right. So uh, we've got all the chit chat out of the way. We've caught you up. Uh, Hopefully you guys can remember. It was really hard for me to remember all the queen's names for some reason. I don't know if it was because I was reading subtitles or or what, but I don't know if you had that problem as well. (laughs) Same. Well, we're really, if you think about it, like it's not like we are residents of Holland. So we are really just meeting these queens for the first time, um, kind of getting used to mannerisms the speech just kind of how they engage as a country so us as outsiders we are it's going to take us a little bit to warm up and really understand and connect so that's why we want to make sure we're respectful and do all the queens justice and we're going to do our best yeah totally i you know i you know second watch like i'm on board so (laughs) i'm loving all the queens so let's go ahead and get into it so for the first, I don't know if this is a mini or maybe it's the maxi challenge, but they are doing 
all the way from season five, the underwater photo shoot challenge. Yes, I clocked that immediately. It's like, oh my God, this is Alaska's challenge. He did. <laughs> I, I'm done. You can you can take one more dip. No, I'm good. <laughs> uh, but also, I feel like the Holland Queens got kind of jipped because in the U.S. show, they had like bars over the tank, so it was easier to push themselves down. But ooh. that wasn't how it was in Holland in this show. No, Queen. I felt like a lot of them had a hard time getting to the bottom, which, I mean, I had swim lessons. Listeners, if you've been listening for a while, you know that Stoney and I took swim lessons, and that was an issue I had in, like, a three-foot pool. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I felt for these queens, and they actually, yeah, they did not have that added support, like Seth pointed out. Yeah, they would sort of have to push off from the side, but that makes it more challenging. And plus, the Holland tank... They had like bars, so there was like panels of window on the tank, Mm -hmm. whereas in the U.S. one, it was just like one solid thing, so it wasn't anything like in their way, basically. Right. They had to like go down further, Mm -hmm. I feel like, than the U.S. queens. Yeah. So props to, you know, all the Holland queens, because they, I mean, that's just a hard thing to do. It is. Um, of course, well, now that Seth says Abby, oh my God, is part of a mermaid house, it makes sense why she did so well, because it was like no big deal for them. <laughs> and Envy, yeah, her and Envy, because they yes, both did really good. That's right. Envy as well. Yes. Uh, so the tank is surrounded by beautiful Dutchmen and Speedos. Mm. So oh my shout gosh. out to the pit crew. Shout out to the Holland pit crew. My goodness. <laughs> I couldn't decide which one I liked the most, because... I like them all. <laughs> I usually am attracted to guys like shorter than me. Like Stoney's the first guy that's actually like my height or a little taller. But that tall trade, I would love to drink that water and climb that tree. <laughs> the one that was at the top of the ladder? Yes. Oh, yeah. He was cute. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, we kind of talked about a little bit. Who who do you think was successful in this challenge? Obviously, Miss Abby. Oh, my God. Envy Peru. There were a few others, though. I think Cedarjean was really funny. She was funny. That that wig. <laughs> I knew it was you not going to do well in the water. <laughs> you know what happens to loofahs in the shower, girl. <laughs> uh, um, I was having such a hard time remembering like who did the best because so many of them had a tough time getting down initially. I definitely felt like Abby did the best. Like her look was like America's next top model, basically. Yeah, truly. <laughs> was Jane- she had the most smart she had the smartest outfit for this challenge, unknowingly. <laughs> unknowingly, for sure. Um, I feel like Janie Jacquet did all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Janie did really good. I feel like there was maybe another one that did pretty well, but I can't remember. Was it Mama Queen? It might have been Mama Queen that did well. Maybe. Because well, her outfit was like super, her outfit was really good for that. Yeah. Well, well, she had the pregnant belly. <laughs> I thought she would float. <laughs> Listen, I thought she was going to go right back like underbelly. Like she goes down and her body just goes immediately back up because of the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I thought I thought um, Sedergeen. That's what was gonna happen. But I thought it's funny. Like she took out the like padding, oh. so she would be able to go down more. <laughs> oh yeah, that pillow. Like that was the prissiest like pillow. I don't even know where she pulled that from. Was that her ass or? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. that was really funny. 
Uh, but the winner of this challenge, of course, was Miss Abby. Oh my God. Congratulations, girl. Good job, Queen. You Welcome. Did it. You did it. Welcome, Holland listeners. You know, it's a drag race lore that whoever wins the first kind of mini challenge and or main challenge tends to win the season. We need to check on that math now that we've had some more seasons under our belt. But she yeah. didn't win the... She won the mini challenge. Right, but there's some past winners who have also won like the mini challenge in addition to the main challenge. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have we'll we'll look into it. <laughs> but when they announced that Miss Abby Oh my god won, that look on Envy Peru's face was scary. She was pissed. <laughs> uh, I hope these sissies can be nice to each other because it's the first week, it's the first episode, and I'm sure Miss Envy will have her time to shine. Just because she's the most popular does not mean you automatically win the challenge, even though she did very well, but this is a competition. And wasn't it like she had like the contacts in too? So like it made it like look way worse because yes. she was just like yeah. staring Demonic. through her soul basically. <laughs> It was like that Kill Bill moment. It's like, wah, wah, wah. Oh, <laughs> sirens. <laughs> yeah. I was like, huh, watch out, girl. Check your food for your razor blades. <laughs> for real. Uh, so it's the next day in the workroom, and the host, Fred, says the girls will have to tell the judges one sentence why they have the uniqueness to win the crown. I love challenges like this because I have a problem personally editing down. So that's actually a really hard challenge. Yeah. And they got little notebooks too, which is super cute. Furry little <laughs> yeah, diaries. Little yes. Yeah. Those were fun. I wanted one. <laughs> Me too. I know. It was like, I don't know. I love that they have their own little notebooks in like Drag Race UK had like the repeater badge. It's like so oh, fun. Oh yeah. Their own little like trinkets. Yeah. Oh, I guess we should have talked. I guess we should have talked about what the main prize was for the winning the show. I forgot to say that. Um, so their prize is they get to be on the cover of the Cosmopolitan magazine. Fun. And they get to win a dress that is valued at 18,000 euros that was made beautifully. <laughs> yeah, that was a gorgeous gown. I definitely caught that part of the prize because see, as American viewers, like myself personally, Every once in a while, I will indulge in a foreign film. I don't mind like following along with subtitles. But if you take your eyes off of the screen to check your fucking Instagram or Twitter, you miss what's going on unless you speak the <laughs> language. So that was the one prize I caught. So wait, do they win yeah. money though? No. Well, the the dress is like the money. 18000 okay. yeah. So yeah, like I guess, they're you know, it's a new season, a new country, so... There could be weird, like, money-winning, like, prize laws, like how it was in UK, where they couldn't mm -hmm. win, like, a money prize. Well, oh, and true. the U.S. version, season one, didn't they only win, like, 25,000 U.S. dollars? Yeah, that's why Baby yeah. came back. So, I mean, yeah. you know, maybe it's, like, something that has to, like, they have to have a first season before they can, like, move up their prizes or something. And, I mean, a cover yeah. of a magazine, that's pretty good exposure that can lead to a lot more opportunities. So, that's not nothing. Right. It's, uh, I mean, it's not, like, the $100,000 you get in America, but for a new show, I think it's pretty adequate i would say it's i think maybe even better than the uk the uk season prize hey yeah. i have to agree for real <laughs> <laughs> um all right so 
this is where we get into the background stories. The girls, they start to get ready for the runway and Miss Abby, oh my God, asks Rome if she had uh, much experience doing drag. Shade rattle. <laughs> Definitely shade rattle because, I mean, Rome is the... Um, Rome. And quote... <laughs> Say it Rome. again. Rome. Say it again. I can't do it. Rome. <laughs> you have to, you have to, you know, curl the R. Rome. Rome. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna get him there by the end of the season. I'm just gonna say Rome. <laughs> <laughs> Here, America's showing. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh, lost my train of thought about how like they were being shady towards her. Yes. Because, yes. Yeah. Because um. You can't put all these queens into a box. You just can't do that. You don't know what any, you don't know what their talents are. You don't know what they're capable of. And you can't just label a person as the internet, Instagram, online queen. So I think there was a lot of that stigma kind of floating around before the queens really got to know Rome. Like with, um, who was she? The one that got uh, Soju. Soju, yes, exactly. Also, Charlie sort of Hydes. Like Charlie Hydes is just kind of like a YouTube star. Yeah, they always tend to give... And Ariel, too. Ariel Versace, yes. they gave her a lot of trouble. Yes, that's true. Instagram queen. Yes. So, Rome, she says that no, uh, that she doesn't have the experience doing drag, but she grew up doing theater, so she knows how to entertain people. Okay. So, she's trying to say, not necessarily that she's going to go with the flow, but she has some form of performance experience it's just not necessarily Mm -hmm. you know drag in your typical drag settings yeah so basically she's like soju and (laughs) this bitch right here i was trying to like Uh be nice over here (laughs) (laughs) so then abby um she talks about being from brazil and she moved to holland when she was about eight or nine just that's based on the math that I did based on her age minus the amount of years she said she was in Holland. Yes. Good job. <laughs> so, uh, so her family did not react well when she came out of the closet and she didn't speak to her mom from the ages of 16 to 19. That's rough. And it's sad that we hear so many of these stories all over the world. And I can't speak to anything obviously relating to Brazil or South American culture, but we do know some things that occur politically. And I just know that was not easy for them. Definitely not. And, um, you know, she says now her family accepts her, but it has taken a while. So at least there's sort of a happy ending to the story. (laughs) Relatable content. You've heard me talk about my familial relationships and others on the show. So across franchises really on Drag Race. So I'm glad that there is a happy ending at least. Yeah. Yeah. And then Rome says that she comes from a religious family and uh, it took them a long time to come around to be comfortable with her doing drag and that sort of thing as well. What did she say? Your traditional Christian families for the words, I believe. Something like that. I think it's traditional religious family. I don't remember if she said Christian. It might have been religious. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, that was interesting to hear about like i guess her dad and mom were really they sort of had a contentious relationship being kind of like insulting to to her and Mm -hmm. that was kind of sad to hear but people are stuck in their ways and it's kind of like the runt of the litter or the black sheep you know those tropes it's when something's different and unfamiliar the only way 
and not putting a blanket statement on everybody, but typically the only way people tend to react is negatively, harshly, aggressively, very standoffish, just because they're afraid of what they don't know. And it takes a lot more guts and courage to actually love a person for who they are. And it's sad that we have to wait to see their talent and to see what they bring to the world. And on the shady side of things, upsets cars being broken into. Yeah, sorry. My car is being broken into. I got to go for a sec. <laughs> you better go make sure your radio is still there. Oh, no. It's it's on it's on Roblox. So okay. Yeah, okay. It's good. all gone. <laughs> It's all gone. <laughs> that was fast. Um, but no, it's sad that we have to see like these queens art. And like, I don't want to be shady. Not all families are like this. But some of these families that have drag children, not because they're the drag mothers, but children who happen to be drag performers. Oh, look at these, this money they're making. They're doing so well for themselves. It's like, is that the only reason you're accepting it? Like, it's more than a job. Do you realize that? Right. I mean, um, yeah, it's just crazy that this happens. I mean, I'm not too familiar with the um, the cultural around the LGBT community in Holland. Um, so I'm not sure if it's like I'm sh- if there's like the stigma or how accepting they are. But maybe I'll look into that for next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it'd be interesting to see even like the country. Like, are they like, I don't know if like marriage equality is there like, I don't know. I would like to look up like some of the st- statistics and just see like are they like racist like they are here in in, oh, in the U.S. or, you know? We'll see. We'll do some research and, and have some info for you second episode. Yeah. And please, if you're a listener in Holland or familiar with Holland culture, please, please, please educate us. You know we love a good lesson on TFC Pod. Yes. Um, so then we get to see Fred in drag for the first time, and she looks really beautiful. Ugh. <sighs> I, I don't know. I I may have a crush on the host, too. I, I think love I Fred. just love him. I love Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again, Stoney. I love Fred. That's, I love Fred. That's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Like, gr- by girls? Or I forget what he said. I'm not even going to attempt to mimic it, but I love it so yeah. much. Yes. So I'll go ahead and just introduce you all to the judges really quickly. For this episode, the judges are Nikki Plesson, who is a fashion designer, model, and actress. Hey. Um, She's one of the main judges for this show. Okay. So uh, I think she's going to be a regular. I don't know about these other two. Okay, good. Um, So then we have uh, Kleish Iversen, who is a fashion designer and made the main dress that the queens will win if they win the show. Ah, okay. I missed that piece. I did catch she was a designer. I did not make that connection though. Yes. They so the that the dress you saw at the beginning was one of his designers and he designs um I did see for their current queen of Holland. Oh wow. Like the actual queen. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. So um yeah, I thought that was cool. And then uh this is probably the hardest name to pronounce. <laughs> uh we have Sonne Valish Steve. Free-ish. <laughs> you are doing a great job, Queen. I'm not even trying over here. <laughs> I tried really hard to write them out phonetically. <laughs> <sighs> this is this is why you run the show. You you take care of us <laughs> and make sure we look good. <laughs> well, I could be completely messing it up, so don't count on. <laughs> ah! 
But uh, so she is an actress and a drag race fanatic. I love that. I love a fan on the show. It has to be an experience for the fans. So I love to see when fans pop up on the panels. Yes. She's like the Tracy Melchor of uh, from Canada. Yeah, yeah. But um, all right, let's go ahead and just take a quick break because we are about to discuss the runway. So we will be back shortly to finish out this episode. Be right back. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember, everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to our Honesty Spill of the Week. Um, I wanted to just quickly apologize for the long break. I was researching and translating a lot of Dutch. (laughs) (laughs) Way to do that homework, queen. Get that gold (sighs) star. Yes. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about the looks we saw on the runway this week. Let us start with the first queen, which was, of course, Sedergine. <sighs> I I just have a feeling this is going to be my fave. I swear I had this doll like secretly when I was in the closet or something like (laughs) you just open her gown and there's all kinds of there's a full ass meal prepped maybe a change of clothes maybe a fucking house I don't know I thought it was I thought it was so (laughs) (laughs) definitely those important toiletries hello cocktail bar (laughs) (laughs) now we're getting out of control pumpkin spice bar okay she didn't roll in the house um, in a Home Depot roof. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it gave a cool illusion on the runway. It was kind of like she was floating down the runway until she opened that bottom part. And then we had this really fun kind of circus tutu almost. Yes, I love this. It was so cool. Like, it was such an awesome reveal because I just loved all of, like the tea set and all that. And it, I don't know. Her makeup was really good. It was just, I love the feather in yes. her hair. Like this Great is just, wig. Yes, it just, it all came together and it was so polished. It was so good. Styled so well. I didn't even really realize there was going to be a reveal the first time I watched this episode. Oh. I don't know if that was just me being like naive, but I was just thought it it just looked like a dress. It didn't seem like she was pushing it at first. Yeah, like it it really felt like she was just floating. Like it, it could have been a singular garment for sure. It just had that illusion like she was just kind of drifting down the runway. It was trippy. And then, you know, of course the reveal and then, I mean, that short little cocktail waitress dress was just like beautiful. I mean, it was equally as good looking without the big, you know, piece she was pushing. Yes, and we are Hoosiers here. Our um, alma mater's colors are cream and crimson, so you know we go up for (laughs) a, a good red on any queen. Yes. All right, next, let's talk about Envy Peru. I guess well, I guess maybe we should have said Cedricheen was paying homage to Mary Antoinette. Yes, yes. Did not say that, and we probably should. Uh, Envy Peru is giving homage to uh, the Queen of Holland, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I don't remember exactly. I'll send you the record scratch um, soundbite so we can correct that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I want to say she's trying. She's paying homage to Queen Beatrice, but I can't say for sure. I trust you, but I don't want to fuck up, so I'm gonna be quiet. This was gorgeous, <laughs> though. This was yes. beautiful. Like Envy is not fucking around with y'all. Like she's the most popular queen right now in Holland for a reason, and of course she's not playing any games on the runway. Yes, yeah, very like very pretty the makeup i love it i love the little flowers the tulips or i don't know if those are tulips or roses um, i think so but that's a really tulips. cool little touch as well like very glam i i enjoyed this look that golden hair uh love it and the the dress just drapes so well on her too mm-hmm. the fabric mm-hmm. you can tell she, like she's had a lot of experience doing drag she knows what she's doing all right moving on next we have janie jk which is a a queen that i can understand very well this is queen b hey i love this twist on the queen concept because we love to get into our history bag and get into our old garments and fashions but This is the queen bee. She's the queen of the hive. So I liked this approach to the category and the reveal was everything. And, you know, I go up for any country or person standing for the queen Beyonce or referencing Beyonce. So uh, Holland, I should have known you were in the hive as well. Yeah, this look was so cool. And I love that she really thought like kind of out of the box with this a queen look oh i'm gonna do like queen b and it's just i don't know i to me it's just everything it was so just polished like all of it and then the reveal was really awesome like i don't know i just i love everything about this look and i was so glad that she won because that was definitely my fave <laughs> spoiler alert and she spoiler ac- alert. she actually looked like a queen too it's very like this regal presence about them. And then you gave the reveal and it's like, oh, here's my fun side, but I'm still gorgeous. Yeah. And I liked her little Edward scissor hand fingernails. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Those were fun. I thought it was really crazy. Fred was like, I don't like yellow and black together. I'm like, okay, Michelle Visage, like what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Rude. You get the concept. What color are bumblebees, bitch? Are they blue and black? I haven't seen yeah. one of those. Is she a murder hornet? <laughs> I didn't get that memo. Yeah. Well, yeah. What was she supposed to do, girl? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. All right. Moving on. We have Rome. I love a um, homage to a fairy tale and Snow White is one of my favorites. I thought it was very fun. It was a little safe in my opinion, because she had embellishments. I love the mirror. I want that mirror. I could put that next to like a good plant in this house and like check myself before I go to the grocery store. Or I could uh, be like, are you wearing a face mask? And then point the mirror at them. (laughs) 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 Oh, it doesn't look like you are. Uh, I like that game way more. But um, I mean, this was, this was cute. It was a little safe because it's just bodysuit with like a little piece of armor over the front, but it was not a bad look in my opinion. Yeah. I, I don't know. At first I kind of really liked it, but then after like watching it the second time and then kind of looking at the photos now, I understand why she was in the bottom. I did enjoy the concept and I liked the darkness of it and all that. It just, it was a little like basic <laughs> compared to like some of the other queens. So yeah, um, when you look like at Setter Gein, you know that we talked about that and um, Janie JK. 
Yeah, it just kind of mm-hmm. sucks because I did. I really like her style a lot, yes. and like I feel like she could have brought some really good looks to this competition. Um, but yeah, it just I get why she was kind of in the bottom. I mean, I yeah. still as an as a viewer being introduced to Rome for the first time, I am excited about this queen. I definitely followed. You know, I I Heck love yeah. I love it. The energy, all of it. I love it. Yeah, I I think that it was a good idea, but I think the execution, like she probably should have worn a a dress with the with that piece over it. Um, that would have maybe elevated it a little bit. Um, or even a different yeah. shoe. You know, like the mirror and the crown's very polished. So I mm-hmm. I kind of love like the the punk rock of it all. Like you know, don't get me wrong, I love that part the most. But when it yeah. comes to drag race, it's very much like, oh, maybe give them a super polished, spiked out heel or something just to kind of bring the illusion together. Then they wouldn't care that you were in a bodysuit. Or maybe she stoned the boots or something. Yes. I don't know. Yes. But her face looked beautiful. Her face beat was really great. Beat down. All right. Moving right along, we have Mama Queen as um, Mary Magdalene. <laughs> I want this wig. Can I have this wig? It's a good um, wig. I don't know if you can have it or not. Uh, I'll send. Actually, I'll send Mama a tweet. I why well, I I just asked her and she said no. Fuck. Okay. Well. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I I like this look. I'm not gonna say it was a little busy, but I'm gonna say it was a little busy, mostly because we lost the crown <laughs> at the end of the runway. If you're going to bring all of those stunts and shows, and do not get me wrong, listeners, it was gorgeous. I love the concept, but it has to be polished. If you're going to do all of that, it has to, like, you can't mess up because they're going to notice. Yeah. Right. I did enjoy it, though. I, I feel like this is the season of elaborate, like, uh, <laughs> elaborate um, reveals. Like, they're just like, let me transform real quick. And they're like, transform. <laughs> it's like a power ranger yeah yeah (laughs) how did they pack all of this like they're like you get a truck you get a truck everybody gets a truck between this and like sticking or taking the pillows out of like your (laughs) bottom like i'm just like what are these queens doing (laughs) i don't i like this look um i think that the image of her sort of like you know turning around you see the cross and then she stands up out of it Um, I like that a lot I think the hat falling off was just a simple you know fact that she was rushing like what I mean if she would have had like a little bit more if she had taken that turn slower yeah or she had it pinned her 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 hair a little bit better it would have stayed on yeah and it really the crown falling off for me like it really was not a big deal because she she yeah. was about to exit the stage. So minor details, very minor. Yeah. I mean, I thought the judges were a little bit harsh on Mama Queen for this look. Agreed. Personally. Agreed. So um, I think the one thing I will say is maybe instead of having the light up crown, maybe just have it jeweled. Yeah, we don't need the lights. There's enough glitter yeah. on the outfit. Like this queen understands the drag race runway. We don't need any lights because I could barely tell that it was actually lighting up. I just thought it was the yeah. crown reacting from the lights on the stage. Yeah, but it was cool. And her little baby was fierce and sparkly. Hey. Yeah, it was like Ornacea baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ornacea's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have Chelsea boy. I don't know. I had a brain fart for a second there. <sighs> um, Chelsea boy is playing the alien queen from the movie with Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> this was fucking cool. This was cool. I love the tail. I love a good platform heel. I could never walk in those shoes. I could say that confidently. Like if I walked in heels like that, I probably would not have feet. So <laughs> yeah, amazing concept and approach to the challenge. I appreciate the artisticness of and it the all. The way she walked too was like very queen like, very queen like, but still kind of giving you like otherworldly. Like I'm not from here. Yeah, she sort of like was giving me vibes like from um, Queen of the Damned, Aaliyah, like how she wa- <sighs> like her presence in that movie. <sighs> My heart, I. Oh. Aaliyah is my original Beyonce <laughs> listeners, so I, you know, I've watched that movie at least fifty times. Yeah, <laughs> and that's I love it. that's so accurate. Wow, that's so accurate. Yeah, this was a good look. I I am looking forward to seeing more Chelsea Boy because this was like everything, and I loved like the sci-fi as- aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's interesting on her Instagram. Um, she kind of like takes you through like the the making of the garments and the concepts and stuff. It's really kind of fun to look at. So I would suggest checking out her Instagram. Ooh, I love a behind the scenes moment. Yes. And I think it was dumb that they criticized her for putting too much makeup on because she is an alien. That was <laughs> ridiculous. Too much how? Like, I don't I don't know. Okay, JVC. Oh, yeah. no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Take it back. Where's my sage? We're going to get all of that energy out. <laughs> Sorry, right now. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> All right. Next, we have Megan Schoenbrod, and she is the queen of Supreme, Diana Ross. <sighs> not a bad look. Um, basic, yes. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to be shady that here. Hair, though the hair, the hair was good. The hair was on point. The dress gave me the most pause, and the the coat. I get what she was going for, but if you're gonna do Diana Ross. That is... She wouldn't wear a rainbow coat. She would not do that. It would probably be like a monochrome (laughs) kind of look or maybe like a Mm -hmm. solid gold kind of moment where you at least have like two two colors. Now we're getting just picky, but this is a gay icon. (laughs) Like you have to do Diana Ross right the hair even if i'm being picky could have been a little bigger a little more lifted but Mm -hmm. i i appreciated the nod yeah it was this was like the look i don't think was that bad but compared to everyone else it was um not good and like i got a little bit like the party city vibe from it just because it was like (gasps) no (laughs) i know but it was just because it was like this is the diana ross like starter pack from party party city is kind of shit (laughs) that's like the the 120 (laughs) dollar pack just bring it out of the bag shake it out the nice one <laughs> yeah fluff it a little bit she wear it the out. expensive party city like the premium starter pack but it's oh still not good enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> yikes <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah she was having trouble walking in this dress it was a little bit it, i couldn't tell if it was just too long or if it was the way that the train carried yeah um, yeah and holland listeners like i know we talk to the american listeners all the time we are fans of drag i'm not going to pretend like i've walked down anybody's runway or performed in a garment like this but i am a queen in real life who practices her craft in other areas <laughs> so <laughs> if you know you are going on the show i think that is it is worth 
modeling all of the outfits, trying it on, making sure you've got your your walk down so you're not tripping over where the split is. I felt like the split in the dress was in an awkward place and that gave them a little trouble because you have this coat that you have to hold and you also have to hold up the dress in the front. So it's just an editing moment. Not a big deal, just some editing. Yeah, definitely. So next we have Patty Pam Pam as one of my favorite queens, Freddie Mercury. Yes, as soon as this queen turned the corner, I was like, Seth's gonna die. Like, this is great. I love a peep toe boot and it was thigh high. Any reason to be promiscuous? Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I like this look. I did think it was like a little basic, but I mean, I was also Freddie Mercury, so it's not like you're going to like come out there with a giant dress or something. Right. Um, but I thought it was cool, the mustache and all that. So face beat was good, the crown. Yeah, and I loved the like the aviators. So I want that jacket. I, I probably can't fit it, but I try. <laughs> I try. But yeah, it was definitely yes. an interesting take. I enjoyed it. Yes. This is uh the iconic outfit from the live aid set. So this is like one of Freddie Mercury's like more famous outfits. Okay. Um, a nod to that. Obviously, Freddie's very known for wearing his aviators. So, you know, um, Patty's incorporating that. And also the crown. That is like um, a, another piece from another famous look that he he has worn too. So lots of queen references here all around. And then, you know, of course, jazzing it up with a nice look with the jewels and things like that. I knew Seth would know you should go listen to his solo podcast, Trouble Trouble Podcast, <laughs> because Seth, Seth knows his music shit. So yes, A plus. <laughs> but on the basic note, like a lot of these looks were just fine, in my opinion. But this is going to be a season of like, the queens have brought the bells and whistles. So we're going to have to push ourselves to really stand out. Absolutely. All right, just a few more looks to get through you all. We have next, Madam Madness. Ooh, the bearded queen. I love the queen of hearts. You know, I love a good villain. Um, The queen of hearts has had a place in my heart forever, at least since I was, you know, five months old. I don't know. But I love <laughs> I love this look. I love the little surprise at the end, too, with the little peekaboo action. And it showed like a deconstructed gown. I love that. It was like uh, the underside, like she did the reveal and it was like Priyanka's finale dress or like from the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) I really like this look a lot and we haven't really talked about her much um, on so far on this episode, but like she is a bearded queen, which we don't really see on Drag Race. Um, so I'm excited to see more from her. Like this look is really awesome. I thought really cool concept. I love the hair. So I'm just really excited to like see more from her. Yeah. And I did notice in the beginning of the episode that there was some, um, some comments about laziness (laughs) and the bearded queens. And that is an area of drag that I am not very familiar with as far as like the relations or how, and in quotes, traditional queens view the bearded queens. But I am completely open to learning about bearded queens and what they bring to the drag community. I have a few other bearded queens that are favorites here in America. So I love to see this on the runway personally. Totally. Yeah, I think Madam Madness has been kind of quiet so far in the competition. Maybe she uh, just doesn't have that over the top personality, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I think this look is beautiful. 
I, I read that she's the um, second bearded queen to be on a Drag Race franchise. There was one that was on the Switch. But oh. I think that's tech. I think it's technically part of Drag Race. But this is like uh, Madam Madness is like the first one like under the actual like RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. Well, franchise. one one thing these queens cannot take from Madam Madness is that face beat because that makeup has been on point from start to finish so far. Very much so. All right. So our last queen, but not least, we have Miss Abby. Oh my God! And she is a Brazilian. What did they call it? A carnival princess. Carnival queen. So carnival is um, a huge, huge moment in Brazil. And I'm not getting my edges snatched out here, but based on research that I've done and things I've seen, I know Queen Rihanna does carnival in Barbados. And for a runway queen kind of look, I felt like we could have gone a little more out there with the feathers at least, because I feel like Abby, oh my God, is going to run into the problem of Michelle Visage. She's relying on that body. (laughs) Don't you fucking say. <laughs> she's relying on that body yeah so it was it well, was cute but we need a little more for me I, don't I think she was just trying to like pay homage to her culture like i think clearly being from brazil is very important to her and i think maybe this was the category she thought she could pay homage to her culture the most yeah and i, d- I do not disagree with that at all but what i've seen like online like everyday people participating in carnival there just seems like a lot more feathers a lot yeah more embellished headdresses like we know you're a sexy skinny twink what else can you bring <laughs> yeah i enjoyed it i i I appreciate the homage to like her heritage and stuff, but it'll be nice to see something else next week just to see like what she can bring, I guess. Absolutely. So now the Queens, they have to tell us why they should win. They have to say their sentence for the judges. A lot of them kind of just sort of mumbled through it. It was (laughs) kind of, I don't know, not, not, not the greatest, but some were really funny, like Sedergeen. Yeah, I like Sedergeen's. Um, I, um, I mean, there's not a lot of memorable moments for me here. I think that Rome yeah. had a good one, but it just did not land how they intended. Because I, I get what they were, what they were going for with that, but I was just like, uh, I don't know. And then Patty Pam Pam was just like, I'm different. Uh. <laughs> I was like, um, that's not the challenge. Like, how long did you guys have to prepare this? You can't say <laughs> one sentence about why you would be like the queen of your land. Like, sell that shit. This is your chance. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of felt like, I don't know. This is like a weird thing to do. I felt like on the first episode, but. To me, like, there wasn't really anyone. I forget who it was that, like, said some, like, their message was basically, like, like, I want to win because, like, I'm on the internet. Was that Rome? Or (laughs) I forget what he said. Like, he was just... Uh... No, Rome was like, I don't have formats or like, you know, boundaries. Like I can be anything, but without anybody else's opinion. So it took like a hard left. Yeah. It came off like overconfident. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt from Rome's, but I don't know. I felt like all of them, I was just kind of like muh with this segment. Like I, I enjoyed, um, like it was very interesting to hear about Megan Schoenbrood. Oh, being deaf. Yes. Being deaf. That was interesting. Yeah. I had no idea until you, you you would have no idea until she said something, you know, she felt very um, embarrassed by having to wear a hearing aid mm-hmm. in one of her ears. And um, I mean, I can see that because, you know, you're trying to provide this fantasy and, and maybe for her that's taking away from 
the fantasy that she's feeling but yeah who I don't knows? Know. she's a talented queen yeah for sure and i i completely agree like maybe she feels like that's not a part of like oh what drag should be but a lot of what we see on these shows and i think that this this question was a good curveball because how many people watch drag race and they're like, oh, I'm going to go on the show. And if they ask me this question, this is what I'm going to say. So it kind of puts them on the spot and it takes them yeah. out of that comfort zone immediately. It's like you're on RuPaul's Drag Race. The time to play has passed. So what are you bringing to the table? So it forces them out of that comfort zone creatively. And um, shout out to Jamie. I don't know if she listens to this um, podcast, but... With Megan being deaf, we had a friend that came to all of the parties. I actually knew her through Cameron, who we all know, who's also Mm -hmm. in the Marching 100 and Seth and I's Mm -hmm. fraternity. But she was deaf. And I swear I had no idea. (laughs) I'd gone out with this girl like so many times throughout the week, like multiple times around like quarter beer Thursdays at Jake's, if you know, you know. (laughs) <laughs> and we had a conversation in my apartment when I lived with Rayanne, and I had no idea. She told me, and I was just like dumbfounded. And Whoa. and she said the same thing. She was like, you know, I read lips really well, and I try not to make it an issue. I do my best, and I appreciated Megan opening up about that. Yeah, it was really cool. It kind of helps you to like connect to her as well as a viewer. Yes, totally human. It's really cool. Yeah. All right, so we find out that the winner this week is none other than Janie Jacquet, and she wins a 1,000 euro makeup prize. Congratulations, queen. Solid, solid, solid look. Yes. All hail the queen. Go, queen B. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so the bottom two are Rome and Megan. They do a beautiful lip sync to a Madonna song, Express Yourself. And I think you really could see the last... I think maybe, if I don't know if if, uh, Chrome was more uh, nervous or just like awkward in her dancing styles. I mean, there were a couple really great... You know, there were some great moments in her performance, of course. But I think that Megan was more like seem more comfortable and give a better performance like with the emotions and things like that i want to talk to production for a moment holland production there was a lot of awkward like 45 degree angle shots and i wasn't sure if we were just going for like drama because it literally looked (laughs) like the queens were looking down into the camera which is fine if they're serving you a moment but there was like more of that than I would have liked to see. Like I like to see mm-hmm. what they're doing on the stage. If they're standing in place and serving you face and full lip sync, okay, give me that shot. So it just felt a little disconnected for me. And I felt that I agree with Seth. Rome was just kind of, I think, trying to feel it out. And she was, I don't know, it was like too little too late because she wasn't comfortable doing what she was doing and on the stage. And Megan served more of the emotion, whereas Rome was kind of working through the lip sync. It felt more natural with Megan. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, so in the end, Megan is safe, which means that Rome has to sashay away. And I am so bummed because this is 
the one one of the queens that I was the most excited to see. <laughs> I know. It's like Seth's gonna be so sad. <laughs> I know. Bye. Good luck on Instagram, Rome. Yeah. Uh, her <laughs> exit line. Oh, I'll see you all on the internet. Oh, and Fred, I slashed your tires. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. thought that was great. Spoken that was... like a true internet troll. Yes. <laughs> that was so funny oh my gosh all right well that was the episode we're gonna do our fantasy league for this uh season of holland's drag race you know i'm coming off my second win you know back to back of crowns in this fantasy league (laughs) can she do a three peats yes (laughs) so we decided to like try and make it a little bit more exciting this season since i'm just like too good at this game i guess okay So we decided to do a random like a random like pick basically. So Stony has it all set up and he's going to run the random generator and pick the teams. Of course, you know there were 10 queens or do you, do you want to say this part? I'll let Stony take over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking too much. No, you're fine. So there were 10 queens. Rome got eliminated. Um, so we're down to nine. So we're just going to go with the nine Queens left anyway, because that will be like three for each of us. So I have basically assigned each queen a number and I'm going to use a random number generator to assign the Queens to all of us. So I, with that being said, since Seth won the last, like however many, (laughs) Uh, fantasy leagues. Two. Um, I will let Back Seth decide. Like, what order do you want me to go in? Like, do you want to start with you first, or me, or Jamal? Um, let's start with Jamal, and yes. then you, and then me, and let's just do that order over and over. Okay, so we'll just do like the snake draft and start with Jamal, and I'll be in the middle. Okay, so the first number for Jamal is. Five, which translates to Madam Madness. I like that. That's a good one. I like that. So then I am number one, which translates to Chelsea Boy. Ooh. No. <laughs> Claws are out. And then I wanted her. <laughs> Sissy. Seth gets number six, which translates to Megan okay. Schoonbrood and okay. then since we're doing snake draft it goes back to Seth again and Seth gets just a second okay <laughs> Seth gets Miss Abby oh my god hey. yes that could be a really good one for my team <laughs> yeah I, I believe so and then it's going to go back to me and then because I'm using this stupid generator just give me a, a moment <laughs> thanks Google it is. I get setter, setter gene, setter gene, setter gene, bitch. Okay, you got a good. That's what Jamal wanted. <laughs> that's what. That's who I wanted. All right, then now we're gonna go to Jamal, and he gets Envy Peru. Yes. Dang, that's a good one. Let's do it, bitchy queens unite. And then now <laughs> Jamal goes one more time. His last queen. Jamal gets Patty Pam Pam. Okay. You know, I think Patty Pam Pam. I think Patty's got some things up her sleeves and boots, so we'll see. All right. And now I'm going to switch this to make it easier. Okay. So <laughs> my last queen is going to be 
Mama Queen. Hey. Oh, nice. So that means... I would have liked her on my team, too. I would have probably picked her. What the fuck? Fuck off, Seth. You got Janie. Yes. <laughs> Jack A. What in the hell? Also trade. Yes. Okay. That's my last one, right? Yeah. Is it, So we all have our teams now? Yes. Okay. Do you want to do you want to recap it real quick? Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. I'm like, oh, I don't need to recap anything. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> my team. So I have three players: Chelsea Boy, Mama Queen, and Setter Settergeen. 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 Yeah. And then Jamal has Envy Peru. Yes. Madam Madness. Uh huh. And Patty Pam Pam. Okay. And then Seth has Janie Jacquet, Megan Schoonbrood, and Miss Abby. Oh my God. <laughs> That's. I feel like we all have pretty decent like players on our team. I agree. This is going to be a close one this season. I can feel it. Yeah, I I'm feel interested like, to see how it plays out. <laughs> I feel like we always end up with one queen each in the top. So in the like, finale, yeah. I don't know. I hope that happens again. Yeah, and we'll um we're not gonna go you know Sony has to do all the scores so we'll we'll update you on episode two where the standings are and everything like that. Um, yes, please but, follow our link tree if you follow us online because more than likely what's going to happen is I'm going to archive All Stars five and Canada's Drag Race scores on our website, of course. And you can catch up with Holland directly from Linktree. So stay tuned. Yes. All right, you all. Thank you for a really fun first episode of Holland's Drag Race. I'm really excited to recap this season. It's just so far been really fun. All the queens are super talented. So I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a great season. I cannot wait to see what happens week to week. I can already tell, you know, we've had a lot of drag race, but... I am pumped to watch this season. The queens are so exciting. Yes, it's so exciting. <laughs> all right, you all. Well, this has been um, a nice long episode for you to <laughs> enjoy. Um, <laughs> we'll be back next week with episode two. But until then, bye. bye.